0: Today, if you work just a little bit harder and show up every day and bust your ass, it's going to be easy to kill it because you're surrounded by a bunch of people that are entitled, that want those three day weekends, that need a mental day, that the stress, what, whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's easy to kick ass. Just go fucking do it.
1: It hurts to be pretty, pretty, pretty. Hey guys, welcome back to It Hurts to be Pretty podcast. I'm Angel Renee, the host of It Hurts to be Pretty, also the owner of Angel Aesthetics.
2: And I'm her co-host, her creative director, and a sometimes aesthetician. And she was my valentine. Don't forget about that. Cannot
1: forget that. <laughs> we were telling you last week that we had a special guest, and I feel like it's essential, it's super crucial for... Especially you guys who follow us, but our entire staff was super excited to have our special guest. I met Sarah maybe eight, nine, ten years ago. I'm not sure, but she was my client and she came in. And what did I tell you about your skin when I first saw you? Uh, you called me a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it, I was your redneck
2: project. <laughs> Define like what was your definition of redneck? With her
1: skin. Oh, my God. (laughs) Our compliments that we give each other is just a relationship like no other. A compliment? (laughs) I mean, I knew I could fix it. That's why it was. It was like, hey, okay, lay down. we're going to have to fix some things. And then she had an allergic reaction. Uh Uh-huh. Her face swelled up. And she still came back to me. So that's great. But no, Sarah, I have known. And she, if it wasn't for her, she's a godsend. I am very open about my my life, and I was behind on taxes, a, a credit score of like 300, behind on bills for sure, for sure. Um, but anyway, Sarah came to me. and she's like, you need help, and you need to get your shit together. I think it was those words exactly, but she is my saving grace, and it was someone I look up to. If you say like my top three people, she's definitely one of the three. And she inspired me to want to buy my very first building one day, God willing. But Sarah's here to give us her seven rules. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I don't know these seven rules because she just told me you need like 20 rules. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking it up and you you need 20 rules. So she has seven rules that I feel like is going to be essential for your age group. Don't you think that your age group is at a crucial age with, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, everyone's in debt? everyone has gucci louis vuitton
2: these bitches come in with so many name brands i'm like wait hold on (laughs) either they have a sugar daddy or they're following some financial rules but i am not one of them i'm so lost when it comes to finance it's funny because right before you guys walked in i got an email that my credit score dropped (laughs) so that was what was on my screen as you entered the room so sarah tell us about yourself I can't. I can't fix credit scores. I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. No.
0: Yeah. So I'm a CPA. I've been in Denver forever. Used to have a public accounting firm. I actually met Angel. She worked for a client of mine who started um, one of the very first medical spas down here in Cherry Creek many, many years ago. I helped them get opened um, and did tax work. But I've taught. For, I taught at the University of Colorado for ten years. Um, have had my own firm. I've been in. Uh, always been. Very involved, lots of real estate. I'm a partner in a real estate firm now. So anyways, I've just had a lot of closely held small business clients and Angel Angel just sort of fell in my lap. Um Truly. So I might have been a red I might have had a redneck face.
1: <laughs> but she had the, she had the redneck balance sheet. <laughs> this is true. It was so bad. I remember And, you know, this is humbling, but I was so behind on my taxes. And she looked at me. She goes, don't even think about (laughs) spending fucking money like you need to play catch up. And it took me a few years, actually. And I remember when I got the call and she said, God damn it. Finally, you're paid off. So, you know what? Then don't spend. So shut up. And like, you know, Sarah (laughs) gives it to me straight. But we want to hear these roles. I feel my kids are you know, in their early 20s, and I'm going to be sending them this. I know you're a success. And she's the most humble person I know with her cowboy girl boots on right now. And she drives like a Ford from 1982. I don't know. So, But don't let that fool you. Because this bitch has money. Close to Oprah. <laughs> I'm not under will either, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> so I always say I was born an accountant. Um, <laughs> and I really was. I think like an accountant, um, I was born an accountant. Early on, I, you know, when I got my first real job when I was probably 20, um, I sort of made some rules for myself. And I thought if I did, if I followed these rules, I'm, I'm a big believer in incremental Things. It's mm-hmm. it's not one big thing you change. It's little things, and they add up. And so you don't think it's making a difference. I just kind of said, if I followed these rules, I would wake up someday. In my case, I woke up at thirty, and I had the balance sheet. And for those of you that don't know what a balance sheet is, you know, I had the the assets and the wherewithal to make very different decisions than most thirty year olds had. So I was able. Uh, I owned by that time. I owned a number of pieces of real estate and stuff, but. I'm a big believer I said incremental things. So I always followed these rules. And if I did these rules, I gave myself permission to spend everything else that I had. Um, I'm not, not as as Angel said, I don't drive a fancy car, but um, I'm not a huge spender on that kind of stuff. But I always gave my permission if I did all these things and I could spend the rest of what I had in my bank account and I could trips or whatever I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't have... Uh, some of those seven rules are obsolete because oh. <laughs> because I'm old. <laughs> but I'll, I, and these aren't any particular older, but I'll tell you what I did. Um, and I, I didn't do anything fancy and I didn't make a lot of money. I mean, in public accounting, you know, you you, you come out. Um, I have a master's in tax in the DU law school. And, you know, that didn't get me any more money either. But I, I did a few things. One was I always maxed out any and all tax favored anything, 401ks, IRAs. Uh, health savings accounts. Uh, for those of you who might have kids, 529 plans. I I max those things out regardless of employer matches, regardless if they were deductible or not, everything. I did my 401k. And back then the limit was like 8,000. Today it's like 24 or 25. But I, I put the max in. If I could also do an IRA, I put the max in, you know, 3,500, 5,000, 7,000. I always did all of those things. Um, so I did those. And a lot of times people will put just 3% in their 401k because that's all their employer matches. Put more, put all of it, you know, put as much as you can do. Every time you get a raise, you put it in. The other thing I did, and again, people will say this is stupid. I'll tell you why I don't think it's stupid, but is I always had extra federal income tax withheld from my paycheck. I've been self-employed since 28, so it, it's kind of a moot point now, but I always had an extra, you know, $250, 300 400 500 $600 withheld from my paycheck it was a four savings account. And when I got to the end of the year, I always got these big fat refunds, right? No. And again, I don't really remember I would get a five or six or $7,000 refund. Wow. That's how I either paid off my Christmas credit card or I never really had credit cards, but I, you know, it's, I paid for trips. I, that's so how you I, would spend that money? I wouldn't, but I had an extra taxes taken out. So out of my paycheck, an extra, call $300 a paycheck, mm-hmm. would go to federal income tax, right? And so the US government's holding it for me. And so when I filed my tax return,
2: I got all that money back because I overpaid. So So get this big fat refund. That's something you can check. I am so stupid when it comes to this. So just preface, anything I say, don't judge. So is that something you alter within like your allowances or,
0: okay, so. They've changed that. It's called a W-4. They've changed it and made it more comp. But yes, you can, anybody can do it. How do you do it? You you just tell them uh, on that form, Mm -hmm. you would say single zero plus 200. So it's a four savings account, and and okay. someone might tell you, you know, you're giving the government an interest free loan. Yeah, you know, well, whatever. I wasn't going to save it anyways. Right. But for me, what I would do, that's how I would fund my IRA every year. I'd get this five thousand dollar refund or four thousand dollar refund. I put it right into the bed. savings. Yep. And so that's just how I did it. That it, it doesn't take discipline. It's out of sight, of the mind, mm-hmm. right? It just comes out. And you don't. You learn to live on your paycheck. You take home. Quick uh,
2: question about obtaining an IRA or a 401k, let's say your employer doesn't offer it, what's a good source to go to, to even start anywhere, anywhere,
0: Charles Schwab, anywhere. Okay. And um, now the state, this just started this year, the state has some program. I wouldn't bother with the state. I'd go to Charles Schwab. I'd go to Edward Jones, anywhere, anywhere you can open an IRA. A lot of um, credit unions have them, Mm -hmm. but you can put your five or six or 7,000. Again, some, it may or may not be deductible. Mm -hmm. depends on other plans you might have. Don't let that, uh, there, and there's two different kinds of IRAs. There's a Roth and a regular. Uh, it, just do it. Just do to it. Figure it out. Call, get the right, you know, find out which one you should be doing and do it. And you can have it. Like I said you can fund it each month. I'm a big believer in this sort of incremental, right? Mm-hmm. You send $200 a month and at the end of the year, you've got it almost funded, right? So you're not trying to save 5000 bucks unless you do what I did. But those little things add up, right? $5,000 a year and all of a sudden you wake up. I've been putting, and, and along those same lines, I've got an 18 and 16 year old. I opened up Roth IRAs for them at Charles Schwab when they were little. And you can technically put in whatever amount you earn, you can put into those. Well, I've been overfunding them. <laughs> but I so my boys all have caddied and you know all these years. I I've been putting the limit, five or six thousand dollars into their IRA since they were eight or nine years old. They now have like seventy thousand, eighty thousand dollars sitting in these accounts.
2: Oh wow. has your mom done that for you? <laughs> no. My dad actually <laughs> lost his job like ten years ago and they pulled out everything. So <laughs> But yeah, again, it's it's, everybody's in a different
0: place. You know, I'm 51 and I'm in a different place. I can afford to do this. Had my kids later. If you're 30, you're 25, you're probably not going to have that to be able to do that. But again, I look for every little thing I can put money in, regardless of it has an effect on my taxable income this year. And again, you wake up, I wake up, my kids are now 18, eight or nine years later, and they're in Roth IRAs that'll never be taxable. They don't know they have it. You know,
1: maybe by huh. the time they're 30. you don't know what they might be listening right now, you guys. If you want to go on a trip, call Auntie. Angel, <laughs> like, give me my eighty k, mom. Go. Well, by the time they're thirty, if I keep doing that, by the time they're thirty,
0: you know that'll be a down payment on the house, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, again, it's just a, a way of doing that. So these other ones are kind of not silly rules, but and again, I don't. So that always, what's the
1: second thing? That was the
0: first. Uh Max out all your IRAs. Extra withholdings from paychecks. I've never taken out a 30-year mortgage. I think I did it once when I first bought my first house. When I was like 17, I was very young when I bought my first house. Never take a 30-year mortgage. I've always taken 15-year mortgages. Again, a forced savings account. The payment may be a little bit bigger, but most of that payment is going to pay down the principal. It's a savings account, for savings. So again, I said to myself, if I have 15-year mortgages instead of 30-year mortgages, um, especially my homes, it's it's hard to ever think about owning a home and owning it outright for 30 years, right? You're going to be 70 (laughs) Mm -hmm. by the time you own it. 15 years you can see it you can feel it again your payment may be an extra $800 a month but that's just a savings account think of it that way you're not mm. it's not cash flow it's your again if i did all these things and i was able to spend all the extra money i had that's kind of how i thought of it if i was paying this extra a little bit bigger payment but again you wake up in 5 years And you've paid that debt down. So when you sell that house and you want to get to the next house, Mm -hmm. um, now I've got 80,000 of equity instead of 30,000 of equity because I've been paying this extra. And you're going to make all your money in real estate. You're going to make all your big chunks of money, whether your big chunk is your first 5,000 on your first house, your first, you know, that first 5,000, the next house turns into 20,000, the next house you made 40,000, the next house you make 200,000, right?
2: That's where you're going to get those big chunks of your money. sugar daddy's calling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Ignore. No, daddy. no, but that's um, huge. It's all about that mindset, right? Yeah. Like thinking of it as a savings instead of it's, like just dishing out money. So yeah. I said, if you can just be, and again, everybody's a different place. I, I did this,
0: you know, I have all my tax returns back from when I was like 13, but I did this at a very young age. I was very disciplined. I don't know if you guys remember that. You probably don't remember because you're not, Angel might, you, you know, mm-hmm. the, the concept of layaway.
1: So when we were young, yeah, I, was really? told, <laughs> I was ghetto. So you forget layaway was
0: the thing. But you do. found that sweater at the limited, right? And it was a $40
2: sweater and you put your $5 down and every week you came back and you paid another. Well, they and have that now in the form of Afterpay, Klarna, all those apps. The, the difference though, we didn't get it
0: until we paid for it. Oh. It sat in the back of the store in a bag. Oh, So this instant gratification thing Mm-hmm. It is is part. It's a societal thing, you know. I've I've always been one that will wait until I can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wait till I have the cash for it. But that layaway, we don't have it. After like just like you, you think we have it, but, it's but you so get diverse. the goods on the watch, watch, and then you pay. It's, you're paying for it over time. Yeah. Which is one of my other things is the difference between revolving debt and installment debt. Right. Revolving debt is a credit card, right, where you can carry a balance with high interest rates. And revolving credit is bad, 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 mm-hmm. bad, 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 bad on any level for anything installment is your house payment, right? Mm-hmm. It's a fixed repayment. There's principal and interest. That afterpay is a revolving thing, right? You have a minimum pay, you know, mm-hmm. that's that shit you'll never get away from. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just fucks with you. You'll never get ahead. You use your credit card to buy things. But again, it's that mindset of I have to have it now. I've always found more strength and more credibility and had more respect from people by not having the goods you watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it, I, I think um, I've always told my kids it's new money versus old money. You know, new mm-hmm. money has to have the has Blame, to have the everything. yellow Porsche, right? I'm not knocking the yellow Porsches, but and old money drives Ford Explorer like me. Mm-hmm. I'm not old money, but yeah, <laughs> so I, there's, it's a mindset. It's a mindset of, um, you know, uh, of, of who you're trying to impress. And it is, it's a very tough, it's a very different world today than what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. When I bought my first house at 17 and that was Damn. up in 104th and Federal, okay. which was the ghetto,
2: yeah, but you oh. were thirteen. Seventeen, seventeen. Tea Town, you You heard it here first. <laughs> you left <the> Tea Town. <laughs> that is so crazy. You know, I didn't even know what a mortgage. I still don't know what a mortgage is. Like, uh, not well.
0: Uh, well, we got more. We got Angel on a mortgage now. I mean, it, you know, Angel bought her first house a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it's in New Mexico. Her yeah. her boys living it, but she's doing all the right things. It builds equity. It builds credit. Yeah, it provides a place for kids. You know, she has expectations for her kids to improve it, but. She'll make a pop of money off that. I don't, uh, you know, we've had a couple of blips in our economy. Yeah. 2008. You know, but for the most part, your home always appreciates. And again, you're, you're trying to make 5,000 bucks. Don't It doesn't have to be a home run every time.
1: And a little yeah. bit, of, you know, 3,000, 5,000. You keep doing that. And- okay. A quick question. So with credit card, should a 20-year-old to 25-year-old have a credit card? Do you think it's worth it? I don't. I mean, I
0: think everybody has to have a credit card. I think you live in a world where you have to have a credit card. There's just certain things you can't do without a credit card, right? I, you know, I've never not paid my credit card off every month.
1: So, should they spend half the amount that's on there? Should they max it out and pay it out every month? Like, what is your? Well, I think you have to figure
0: out what you can afford each month, and that should be what you're spending on it, right? So, mm-hmm. there's there's motivation to get points. There's motivation. Mm-hmm. Everybody for their credit, you know. I use it for points. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's how I would go to Hawaii every year because of my firm. I had a big firm and I charged everything, my software, right? We put it off every month. Mm-hmm. I, I think you got to figure out what your burn limit is, right? What is my burn? What can I afford? What is my disposable income? And if you're doing a few of these things and you say, gosh, I've got 1200 or I've got 1500 that's what, and you want to do it on a credit card to get points, that's what you ought to do. But mm-hmm. this concept of cash flow, right? It's the difference between buying a car and leasing a car. You know, I can buy a Porsche. And it's going to be fifteen hundred dollars a month payment. I can lease it, and it's going to be seven hundred dollars a month. So I'm going to lease it. Mm. You know, leasing a car. I've
2: <laughs> As I
0: Rachel <laughs> raises her hand, like, you know, buying a car, leasing a car, leasing a car is renting. It's a waste of money. Cars
1: are stupid to begin with, but it- but that's why I also think it's my opinion. But it's also why I think I don't want to buy one because I'm like. It depreciates. I could care less. Yeah. You know, it's not a big thing to me. I know cars are super like some people just love cars. Like you Mm -hmm. said, a Porsche, they they have to have the latest. But for me, because um, I'm single, I can't be fixing my car. If it breaks down, I'm like, I don't want to pay for it for a new engine. But so, yeah, I disagree, but I agree. Everybody's a little different. I mean, everybody's got a different
0: you could be a real estate agent and, and be taking people in your car all the time and need to have, you know, everybody's a little different. I'm just telling you, Yeah. For, if you were to look at it from a financial perspective, it's never a better decision. Mm-hmm. Never, mm-hmm. never, never, never. You know, it's it just not. And so when you hear people say, "I, you know, I was going to have to put $1,000 into my car. I just got a new car. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Right. But that's what people do. Right. That's how they justify it. One of my rules was, uh, well, this is when I didn't have a lot of money in my 20s. It wasn't something broke. I didn't, I wasn't able to replace it. I had to, at least for a year, so I had some time frame. I had to fit like in our days, right? If the VCR broke, I got the old DVD machine out, right? If my vacuum broke, I you know I got the little handheld out, or I tried not to just
1: you replace music. it, right? Yes. right away. You try to improvise.
0: Yeah, I tried to improvise. Okay, I can get and I would I'd pull the old D V D R out or whatever it was, right, and plug it in and the old TV, Atari, or, Atari. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. what one knows what <laughs> my Pac Man machine. Um, yeah. So I think, it again, it's a mindset. And do I have to have it? Can I get by? Um, Whether it's a rake in the yard, whether, you know, again, we have a, a disposable society where we go get new and I get a new I get, you know, 16 new white T-shirts at Target every year. And I just I have the other 16 from the other five years, too. But
2: I can't with her. <laughs> <laughs> like, treat yourself to a T-shirt. <laughs>
0: but um, um, again, we have that society you just kind of throw it away and go get something new. But I used yeah. to again, I didn't have a. I didn't I was. I, I was more focused on trying to build equity in my home.
2: What uh, role are we on? Okay, so let's review. That's, that's I hope I three. All numbered. Um, yeah. That was four.
0: What's four? <laughs> I don't know that I have all seven because I said that to you guys on the phone, but I have the list on my wall.
2: There'll be more than seven um, tips yeah. in here.
0: So, so I got the, the other thing, right? So this again, this is, I don't know who, who's all in that audience, but whenever I had extra money, I get this question uh, I inherited this, I sold this, I've got an extra 25000 extra 50000 What would you do with it? Right? What do you do with that? I got an extra 500000 whatever it might be. You can ask five people and get five different answers, right? Mm-hmm. You ask a stockbroker, a, a financial advisor, they're going to say, give it to me. Mm-hmm. I'll go invest it. I can make you 6%. Yeah, yeah. And I would tell you, pay down your house. right? Aggressively pay off debt. Aggressively. I always pay off debt. I am debt-free. I have a couple of debts out there, but it's because I have partners and things. Thanks to Sarah, I'm debt-free. Yes, but Angel. Also,
1: is- I'm not a huge spender, and I've been a believer in even with my lasers. No, you pay cash for all your mm-hmm. lasers. I pay, I won't get it unless I can pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I've been like that since I started. Before Sarah was on me, I was like, I never want to have that overhead. Just because Susie Q down the street has an amazing laser, mm-hmm. I just stayed focused because this is my business. And if I'm sweating trying to pay bills and having my girls, oh, you have to sell this laser because we got to pay it off. Like yeah. that... That's so much stress to the business, and I never wanted that. Well, that goes like, I think some of
0: that scrappiness comes from just you being a single mom
1: and surviving,
0: you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, something can be taken away. But that's true of just life. If you think about either the crappy economy we're in today or in 2008, those people that didn't ha- those people that had lots of debts, right? Big house payments, big car payments. You lose your job, a little blip on the radar, and your life falls apart, right? Because you just, you're drowning in payments. If something happens to my income, I could care less. I shouldn't say I, care less. I I don't have anybody that can take my house. I don't have a car payment. I don't have debt. So you get to mm-hmm. a point in your life where you don't – it controls you, right, what you do. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, you you can you can decide you want to work three days a week if you want, Angel, because mm-hmm. you have choices, because you don't have debt. Mm-hmm. So you, you could say, you know what, I don't want to have all these girls. I'm tired of all these girls in my office. I'm going to work three days a week and just do my clients. Probably make the same money, but that's – but you, you have that choice, right? <laughs> the, only, the only house, the only payment you have is your is your rent payment on yeah. your apartment or your house. And, you know,
1: so you have choices. That's what it's all about, right? That's financial independence. You hear that, choices. man? I'm debt free. <laughs> <laughs> 720. <laughs> now I'm just kidding. No. Okay. What's the next one?
0: I used to always wait 30 days for a big purchase and I would literally write the date down and wait. So when I thought I needed a new car, which we Ooh, all do. This is a good one. Yeah, I like yes. That. This and I, I almost never make it. Whether I don't care what's an expensive sweater, wait 30 days. Get, put it on the calendar, Get wait 30 days, and you will find, you know what? I didn't need those P448 $400 sneakers. I got mm. three pair that are already gray and silver. I don't need another pair, right? <laughs> uh, for me, it's Freebird boots or whatever it might be, and that that's it, exactly what I do. But mm. when, I, when I'm thinking big birds, cars. Uh, Why? Why 30 days? Because the urge always passes, and it's an impulse, and it's so something true. you can talk, and you can talk, your, like the car thing, right? You could talk yourself into why you need a new car. Mine's getting old. It's going to need work. I don't want to, you know, be on the side of the road. None of those things are going to happen.
1: I remember <laughs> when I got my new car, and she's like, why? Why'd why? you get a new car? <laughs> I'm like, well, the light engine, what? Uh, <laughs> it was on for about five years. And because um, <laughs> I didn't care to get a new car. I've been, I mean, all my employees had a better car than me. That was no secret. But I was like, I really need a new car. <laughs> I mean, I have a '98 4Runner,
0: and I and up until like 2007, 2008, that's what I drove. And I had a client that came, and I had lost a hubcap. Is it a hubcap? <laughs> yeah. On uh, the way into work one morning, and he pointed it out and just said he was embarrassed for
2: me. <laughs> I, I, whatever, you know,
0: uh, you know. <laughs>
2: It is. Because- you know why she says that? Because she knows what she has in her bank account. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, well, we have gotten uh, stuck on the side of the road together, broken down in your new car. So, so I've always spent like $59 on my AAA every year.
0: Like, yeah. That is the best money I respond. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's yes, gold. That is, that is gold. It is gold. <laughs> what she- okay, um, next one. I always use, and I still try to do this. I always try to use $10 in coupons at the market when I go. Okay, and it's become very easy because the market, King Supers, they mail me coupons now, right? I'm sure they do for other people, but I feel like they do it just for (laughs)
2: you know, it's digital, right? You could you can look online too. Well, I get them in the mail, (laughs) and they're you know they they're customized right for what you buy. It is so easy
0: to take ten dollars if you just do it, right? And again, it's incremental. I'd probably
2: say fifty bucks a month doing that. Oh no, she would be so mad. at The amount of Instacart. Lots of Instacart, lots of lots of grub I'm not a big eater outer. Like all those mm-hmm. things in my mind just cost money, right? Like I, I, Do you cook? No. What no. do you eat? She's your keys bread? Her chickens in the back. <laughs> <laughs> stove. Breakfast burritos. Best way to save money, just don't eat. <laughs> She's
1: oh so my. thin. She's like, I don't eat. And when oh, I eat
2: I, I don't have a car, so I, I walk I, everywhere. When I,
1: I, I, I like a piece of salad. <laughs> but I'm a Multi-millionaire, guys. I drink. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> okay, Pins of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> no, I eat. I, I'm just not.
0: I don't know. I'm just not. And again, that's a that's a very different generational thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I prefer to eat at home. But I go, I'm out two or three nights a week. I go, you know, I do. I try to, with clients and people I see, I try to do coffees. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better for me than a lunch or a dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's cheap. It's not, it's not it's cheaper. Money. It's the time commitment, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm a hard worker. I'm a believer in... No one owes you anything. You don't deserve a vacation. I mean, that's my other favorite thing, right? You're in debt and you get a tax refund and you say, I'm going on vacation because I haven't had one in a year. Well, I mean, do two for this thing. We don't deserve it. You work through it. You <laughs> don't get um. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you, you, put, you put the smartest people... Ronald Reagan did this. Ronald Reagan is where I got this. And I always did it, but he verbalized it. Surround yourself with really smart people because they just make you look good, right? <laughs> that's and true. I've always loved attractive women. Mm-hmm. I've always loved smart women. That's so why she loves me. That's why I do. I love. I love. i mean, angels. Angel is the spiciest little Latina.
1: You know. <laughs> I'm the only one that will tell her some shit. And then I'm like, <laughs> anyway, come get your Botox. <laughs> I mean, you don't. Know, uh, I, I, I think I've.
0: I've always joked that I'm, you know, 10 percent girl, 90 percent boy. I, I think like a man. I, I in that I don't hold grudges. I don't. I'm not catty. I. Uh, I'm here to get a job done. I'm. I'm pretty fair with people. I expect a lot. Um, but I also can do every job you can do. Mm-hmm. And there's not so, a job I won't do. And, you know,
1: real quick. So a generation that's like, I haven't had a vacation in like three months. And I, you know, we, we have this generation who feels entitled to self care, like their self care is going a little overboard, where they feel like they have to have an entire weekend in Vancouver, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Vancouver. Um, yeah. And so what do you say to that generation? That's like, they feel like enti- a sense of entitlement, maybe. I would tell you this. Don't be that person. And
0: it's not it, in this world. In my generation, most people thought like me. I'd say most. It was a different generation work ethic and this PTO and all this nonsense. Today, if you think and if you work just a little bit harder and show up every day and bust your ass, it's going to be easy to kill it. Because you're surrounded by a bunch of people that are entitled that want those things three-day weekends that need a mental day that the stress what whatever it might be right mm-hmm. i think it's easy to kick ass just go fucking do it right mm-hmm. and i think it, it you will shine and you will rise um and you don't demand raises I, i've always said love what you do and do a good job the money will come because you will make yourself mm-hmm. invaluable i see that too yeah yeah the money always the money didn't come for me until later i had to work really hard and, and a lot of my money will come in 10 years on deals that i'm involved with today right but mm-hmm. uh just do what you do and do it well, and you will make money. Because if you work for somebody, they'll recognize that and not want to lose you. And you'll make more money, or you'll go on your own and make your own money, right? Sure. um But I don't think it takes. I tell my boys this: it, it's not going to take a lot to sh- to kick ass and be the CEO of that company because because you got a bunch of people that don't want to kick ass.
2: Yeah, um, that's so put a put your head good down point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Easy to shine. It's easy to shine. It, it's easy to shine. It and just show up.
0: Show up and do what you say you're going to do, right? That's mm-hmm. um, that you know. But I think that the surrounding yourself with really smart people—that's always been how I was successful. Yeah, and I still do it today. I'm like, oh, I'm going let me ask. Let me ask Muffin. I don't know, you know.
1: <laughs> let me ask Muffin. <laughs> oh,
0: he's a <the> guy <laughs> used to work Muffin. for me. He used to work for me. Oh. He still works. I still oh, grew up to. I met him. Yeah. Big guy. Big guy John Stanford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hired him. At, he was a student of mine, and now he's a tax partner at a big, huge regional firm. But I, I call, you know, my 1-800-CALL-A-FRIEND, you know, whatever you call that. <laughs> the lifeline. Life All right, next one. Um, Again, these are some things that I think about. Um, I, What I taught is I, today we have direct deposit. And so no one ever looks at a paycheck stub. I, if you were to print out your paycheck stub, I I guarantee you, you wouldn't know what you're looking at. You wouldn't understand the line. One thing I do right, I look at every pay stub. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Back when I was young, right, you got a physical check, right? Yeah. And so you looked at your paycheck and you didn't understand it because there's all these like Social Security, Medicare, head yeah. tax, pre-taxes, post-taxes, imputed income from disability, pre, you know, group life insurance. All. But learn that. Mm. that that's, the, that's the opening I had for 10 years when I taught at CU. That's the first thing I did is I took a paycheck, said, well, that's how we started our class. I didn't care what I was teaching. Um and nobody ever heard, you know, they were always like, wow, like I had no idea. Right. And, and because everybody you think I'm um, I, I, I'm in a low tax bracket. Hell, you are. You know, they're taking 15, 20 percent right off the fucking top. All of us pay that. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're making 15,000 or 50,000 or 500,000. They're taking this money. Right. So mm-hmm. Social Security, Medicare, head tax. all um, But be aware. And we just don't look because we have this direct deposit. Right. You forget that you made. Three thousand a month because you're so used to just getting twenty two hundred deposited into your account, you don't mm-hmm. think about or is this eight hundred going right? Um, so if you don't know, find someone that can tell you about. So
1: it. even if you see and you have awareness, what is that going to do? I, you you, you're you call. You call the. President and be like, "Well, my fucking other <laughs> the bitch better have my money." You know what? You're gonna
2: vote
0: differently. You're gonna understand how the world works. You're gonna understand mm-hmm. how Social Security works. You're gonna understand how Medicare works. You're gonna understand what you're paying into. You're gonna understand what it means when you get it back. It's just about being a smarter person. You, being it may self-aware. not benefit you. you. You're not. You're not. You can't stop a lot of these taxes, right? Or any of these taxes. But you need to understand that to be a fiscally responsible person in life right and as you become your own owners and you're like what what is why am i paying all the social security tax or you know what is this match why is why is as an employer my paying this? It's just understanding that right it's just knowledge to have but i remember my ex-husband when i came home one night and said i i had i think i had muffins paycheck stuff um <laughs> and he's like i, I don't I, teach me right he, mm. and he's a super smart guy but you'll learn it and you'll forget it but it, it's it's you know something
2: so
1: everyone should do i think yes yeah. Yes. So your you, next self care day. You hear this, ladies? go <laughs> and buy
2: yourself some takeout food. Kay. Your next. Uh, <laughs> sit your ass down. Get your pay stub. <laughs> no, but for real, I feel like if I were to actually review what it meant, I would be more aware of how fucked up it is and then more inclined to start saving or it differently. There you go. I mean, I'm working on Angel and her bike. I'm I like, politics are off. All- That's the one thing off limits on this podcast. <laughs> it has nothing to do with politics. <laughs> it, it shouldn't say it has nothing
0: to do, but it, you're aware. When you're, making, when you're making decisions, I mean, I have a son yeah. turning 18 next month. I think voting is the most important thing. I mean, it's not about politics. But you vote and you vote smart. You don't yeah. vote with emotion, right? But if you vote and you, whether they're talking about Social Security, being bankrupt, having a little bit of knowledge of how that shit works. I mean, I can't tell you how many, I, you don't even remember Al Gore and the debates. They would talk about S corporations and they would, whatever. You took advantage of tax. Again, knowing oil and gas, they have all these tax loopholes. No, they fucking don't. Yeah. Right. But it's
1: those sound bites, right? So it's just being mm-hmm. an informed person. That's all I think it's Not, not just, just falling for, mm-hmm. you know, but money or just is... being okay with it. Like, oh, okay, this is how the world is. Mm-hmm. Just mean, being more be. self aware so right now. Yeah. When you go to lease a car, understanding. What is it really costing
0: you? Not just saying, yeah, it's, oh, it's going to be a 275 house, dollars house payment, car payment. Great. I'll sign up. If if you hand me those forms, I would look at them and put them in my little software I have. And I would tell you, you know, that we're paying 27% interest effectively or, or whatever. I would say, mm-hmm. let's either go back to the dealer or let's buy it. Or, you know, I would uh, just, again, try to be and try to understand it. It's hard. There's not a lot of people that understand that stuff. So it's hard to find someone that can help you. But... It's
2: really complicated. Yes. Yeah. Is that negotiable, though? Like, can you negotiate a lease or... Especially yeah. you two good-looking women. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Me <laughs> next month. in, t- t- Tips out. Brains out. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no go- I. But certainly, when you understand it,
0: you may not make that decision. You may be like, "This is stupid. I'm yeah. gonna end up paying. I'm, yeah. I'm effectively paying. You know, whatever." And I, I maybe I will buy it. Maybe mm-hmm. instead of leasing this car, I will buy it because mm-hmm. you can sell it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I don't know. Again, it's. I, I've always tried. I've never missed an opportunity to go to a courtroom and sit. Go sit in divorce mediation, uh, whatever it was. Just I, I, I always was like, the, the one or two things I know that nobody else knows or have been exposed to. Um, you know, I, you, you, you just put that in your toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't remember all the shit that I learned, but I have seen a lot. Done yeah. a lot. Um, I never, like I said, I never miss an opportunity to to look at those things.
2: Um, all right, what else do I have on here? Does oh. he spandex?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Is uh, that uh, your low share list? Is I, that your target run? <laughs> uh, so the, the
0: two things that have ruined our country are uh, withholding taxes because we don't think about what's being taken out of our paycheck. If you had to, if you had, if you got your full 3000 a month and had to write a check to the government every month you think a lot differently about
1: your taxes. Like I said this us. before. Yeah. And I have to do that at night. and I And I cuss at her every time She's making a. She's like, we're making a big transfer, yeah. or she doesn't tell me. She Lizzie does. will tell yeah. me, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't up on both of them, and I don't yeah. want to talk to them for like four days. Oh, but if you have but when but when you're self employed like
0: Angel, right? You you get the whole dollar from your client or your customer, and you need, and then you got to write. Yeah, and so you're much more aware. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And so you, you I, when I say vote differently, I mean you behave differently. You're yeah. aware. You're you're. You're aware of the situation, so when they say tax the rich or whatever, I, you're, it's not some emotional response. You're like, I I do pay my fair share, or yeah. whatever it might be. Um, but I've always said that that's ruined our country because we became unaccountable. And then I mm-hmm. I threw spandex in there too because which <laughs> <laughs> one we used to wear 501 jeans, you know they got
2: tight. You you, you knew to cut back. <laughs> <laughs> Today spandex are oh. comfortable no matter. We're we're not yeah. right? It's these damn scrubs too. Oh God, are go to mandible?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, but I. I I was in the I was I flew down to Matros last week and uh, in the airport and I just all the spandex and all the grossness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> gross. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <Say less. laughs> the grossness of every human. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. next point. No. We're our waist trainers upstairs every day. <laughs> no, no, no. I just said it. it's, it's
0: not necessarily the spandex. It's but it's probably the greatest product ever, right? I mean, yeah. but it we don't have to be accountable, right? You yeah. don't have to be accountable. Uh, I've been in my sweats all day because I all week because I've been working long hours, and I mm-hmm. you know I'm in my sweats. I don't have to be accountable. You know my big extra large Target sweats, right? I mean, um, but I I threw withholding, <laughs> I threw withholding into in uh, with spandex because so it just makes us unaccountable. And I think I like that I, analogy. Yeah, I mean that's just how I think about it, right? Is I and I do like I don't wear I don't have jeans that are stretchy. That's
2: so sad. Keeps you on track. <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> I know my in my menopausal weight. I can't really help. <laughs> you're, you're tiny. tiny. You're
1: <laughs> tiny. I plop up like a weenie at like four. I'm so hot from my like weight fluctuate fluctuating, and then like my hot flashes. Okay, yeah. What's the next one? Things that I don't do, like
0: I never buy extended warranties or product plans, that kind of thing.
1: Mm. I don't either. Just because I don't want to spend the money. Mm-hmm. Stupid.
0: I mean, it's stupid. So, and I say that, and, and you're going to be the one that drops your iPhone in the toilet, and you don't have insurance. <laughs> They're going to call us. Yeah, but the odds, uh, the odds, you know, that's insurance, right? The, the insurance companies win. The odds of those things happening, are you needing that, are next to none.
1: But uh, I mean, you do. We have life insurance, life insurance life car insurance.
2: insurance. You have to have car insurance, right? That's not an option. What about life insurance? I've been wanting to get life insurance. Because what if I die tomorrow? Uh, then I get all the money. So that I think, yeah. So you know, there's there's
0: two different kinds of life. There's a lots of different kinds of life insurance products. They're very they're very um sophisticated these days. They used to be very simple. They're very sophisticated. It depends on where you're at in life and what obligations you might have. So young families that have big mortgages and kids that need to go to school. Uh, I I always say just get term policies. You don't need to be because you know the the permanent insurance is very expensive. Um, most of those policies you can uh, convert to permanent if you need it. It just depends, but like you know, life insurance—it depends on the kind of product. It depends on when you're on life. I you when know, I have term policies on my ex-husband, um, I, I wanted to get him through heart attack age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it expires next next year, I think's my last year on him, and you know he didn't die on me. But I am—I I think it was five hundred bucks a year or something. So I've spent six thousand bucks and didn't get shit for it, right? Um, I've got one on my brother. We own a car wash together. Um, we've got we've got debt on that car wash. I could pay that debt off if he something happened to him. but in in a business like that, right? is if something happens to him, his wife doesn't want half the car wash. His wife wants the million dollars. Mm-hmm. right. They, she's gonna need the million dollars of cash. And so what it does is it gives me the cash and I can then buy her his half of the car wash. She gets the the money. I get the car wash, right? So,
1: so if someone's it, married, do you recommend them getting life insurance on each other?
2: We don't necessarily... Hoping the other one dies first. Yeah, like, I feel like lots of, like, murders have been <laughs> uh, unannounced much, because of this. Too much dateline. I know. It's, it's like, over, like, the husband or over, like, $50,000, right? I <laughs> know. I like, was so so oh by that. I was like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on Justin's policy and I'm tempted now to, I don't know. Oh Yeah. we become worth more dead than alive, right? So, yeah. I, you know,
0: I, I'm not an insurance person. Like I said, I have a couple of term policies out there on people that I need to have them on. Um,
1: or, oh, I'm worth more. These titties are a weapon. No, I'll be pissed. But insurance, I, you know, I, for you, I would just, it,
0: I would say no. I mean, I never had insurance until I had assets worth insuring and, and kids, that you know, things that I needed to... um. No, I don't think for you, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You've got a, a, a business and, you know, there's not really this huge need for it. You don't have a lot of debt. So
1: if I, so if I die, I want my business. So that's just, uh, that's having a will, right? So like what happens to my business, you know. That's called I, succession planning. Yes. So yeah. estate planning, right? So you could have, there's wills and, and
0: probably another podcast, but yeah, you, you, you know, wills really are only used to assign you guardianship. You get my podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Yeah. We make no money on it. You're welcome. I'm done. I don't like want you, it. right? It's it's a succession
0: plan of what does happen, who gets your business, how do we how do we get your family money and who takes over and and the service businesses like ours, you know, our businesses die with us a lot of times, right? Mm. It, it, you are Angel, I am Sarah Knight.
2: Right? I keep your business running. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so continue like <laughs> I'm Angel but, now. Yeah. So if you get, uh, you can, if you have a sustainable business, that's not
0: necessarily just Angel. But if I die tomorrow, it goes away, right? I don't. Mm. I, although my, my assets are there, but, um, but yeah, that becomes, uh, that's a decision you have to start to make. Okay.
1: So say Lexi's age, making two thousand dollars. A week or every two weeks or whatever, how much should they be saving? Yes. What percentage? percentage. What percentage of their paycheck?
0: I think you do what I tell you to those, the things we talked about, mm. whether you have extra withholdings or it, it's hard. It's hard to say. I don't know what your expenses are. I don't know
1: if you have a kid. I don't know if you're going to school at night, right. paying tuition. I mean, so basically, don't spend unnecessary money. Don't be buying things that you can't afford. Don't like, I is mean, that what you mean? Because I know when I was living paycheck to paycheck, and I'm just speaking for those who are like single moms or, you know, maybe living paycheck to paycheck, I couldn't afford to even save money. Saving money wasn't even a fucking option for me. So that's why I've learned to be frugal, because I wasn't buying extra things to try to prove my point. And I was still working in Cherry Creek. So I'm around people who are wearing Gucci and whatever. And I was wearing the Payless shoes and, the you know, you do what you have to do. Yeah. And so. To me, I wasn't trying to get out credit card debt to try to prove to be around mm-hmm. people. But so I guess my question to you is, you know, if they're if they're saving us percentage, it, I guess it varies depending on their lives on their like totally. their family dynamic. Yeah, I, I, it varies. There's
0: people like you that can't. There's some, again, that can have a couple hundred bucks taken out of their paychecks a four savings account. Right. And then you get a refund. Most people just lack discipline, I think.
1: Would you take on uh, Starbucks
2: runs every day? Like you? Huh? What, what you doing? <laughs> I'm like, does she know? Uh, I'm here. Is she aware? <laughs> I'm here. On a, I've been here in a couple so of So what minutes. do you say about those stupid people? My coffee machine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
1: listen, I'm a I'm a star. Damn, how did you know? <laughs> uh, I am
0: the I'm a I drink coffee all day long. There's nothing better than a good Starbucks. I probably do it once or twice a month. I make it at home. I I have my to I just recycle my to go. I get my Starbucks to go cup and I just wash it out and reuse it.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay, you're like my dad. Yeah, I, I never quite reusing paper towels <laughs> yes, like squeezing yes. them out. <laughs> I've never understood why I I, I
0: reuse bags and block bags. Of, you know, I and it's not about the money. I just don't understand why we throw. These things away, like I'll wash plastic forks. Why did we just throw? Yeah, it's a waste.
1: So, what about uh, for flying first first class?
0: Is, are you uh, against it? For it? So, Starbucks, let me just say. So, I always just get a drip coffee. If I do go, I she don't. Does. Yes, I just get a drip coffee. Every once in a while, if I've climbed to fourteen or something, I'll get myself a extra hot white mocha or something, you know, something fancy. <laughs> uh, but that is a total waste of money. And again, it's incremental. It, if you think about what you spend, if you're spending fifty bucks a month, sixty bucks a month, which a lot of people are, if not more. That's five, six, seven hundred dollars a year. That's a plane ticket to Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's how that's how I always think about it. I always think again, it's incremental, right? It's um, little
1: things, yeah, add, that are yeah. adding up, yeah.
0: And like if you can buy something and they say you know you can, it's a thousand bucks, or you can make four payments of two fifty, and we just charge you ten bucks for that installment agreement. Paid the thousand bucks up front. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's ten bucks, twenty bucks, if it's an installment,
1: and they charge you, pay it up front. Mm-hmm. You're not saving any money. You're not earning anything on that money. You just go She's to- always been good with that with yes. me when I'm wanting to buy something or late, like no we're not gonna pay half now and have like pay it now because mm-hmm. i'm like well what if we pay half <laughs> yeah because my mentality was like that yeah. i think you, you know i'm to part with the cash but if you have the right. cash yeah yeah so if you uh, the one thing was
0: when i always say pay your debts down aggressively right so in my world when i was younger i was always trying to pay my house off right i was very motivated so when i got an extra bonus of three thousand i painted you know paid an extra principal payment again it adds up very quickly um but when you do that, right, you're cash poor. If you take all your cash and you pay down your debt aggressively, right, you don't have a sitting in a savings account liquid to do something with it, which mm-hmm. is kind of you. I always, to counter that, I always had a line of credit available at my house. And you get a line of credit put in place when you can, when your things are good, because mm-hmm. if you need it, they won't give it to you. But you go out and you get a line of credit, cost you a hundred bucks a year or something, a $50,000 line of credit in your house, right? That's against your equity. So that if you need to draw some of that cash back out, you can go borrow it, right? So, mm-hmm. but, but if you don't ever need it, you've paid down. And if you've, even if it's a three percent mortgage, that's three percent saved mm-hmm. instead of three percent. You know, I, I never looked at interest rates. I said if you if you had an extra hundred grand, the broker's going to tell you, a financial advisor, give it to me. I'll make you six percent. Mm-hmm. I would say, pay it on your house. Even if it costs you, even if you have a two and a half percent loan, don't think about interest rates. Don't think about earning because we're not earning, and you're taking a lot of risk. And most of us, most people aren't in a position that they're they're putting a whole bunch of money into the stock market and trying to make six million you know six you know an extra three percent off a million bucks mm-hmm. we're just trying to pay our bills yeah. um so pay down debt and everything you can pay down um that that I, I promise you you'll wake up in seven or eight years which goes by very fast uh, yeah. and you'll wake up and you'll have choices because you'll only owe 125 on your house right and it'll be worth 600 right and, and every really your neighbor is going to still owe 350 because every time they could refinance, and every They're time we went to value, they refinanced and pulled cash out, and they bought a boat, or they went on a trip, mm-hmm. or they just put in their bank account. And uh, and I never spent my equity, never refinanced, and put, pulled money out of my houses, never. And when I have, you know, my rental properties, and for those of you that are thinking about doing rental properties, I mean, I'm a, I am am a huge person on the real estate side. When I had I had commercial rentals later, but when I had residential, both, I never pulled money out of them. So even if they positively cash flowed, even if I got a thousand dollars a month in rent and my mortgage payment was only six hundred. I never pulled that four hundred out. I never took cash out. I always paid down the debt or built up the cash inside there.
1: So you paid down, and then when it was getting ready to, if you were to sell it, right, you just have that cash. You get that much more cash because you pay down the debt. Yeah, you pay down the debt. Because I'm like, what if you have those people that are like, oh, well, I want to live life too. Like, I want to have fun.
0: That's the difference between that's I don't want to shine if you can. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there are people that are like, oh, well, I want to live life and
0: whatever. Know. Yeah, whatever. Go be a loser.
2: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Me and my had this whole time of like, well, I would like one vacation every like 10 years. No, so no, funny. no. Well, I'm not of life. I, it's not that you, it's- li- you could die tomorrow, Sarah. It's, a, it's just that if you've been
0: unemployed for six months, right? I mean, whatever. You've been unemployed. Life's been shitty. I mean, I, I have a good friend Her husband was unemployed for two or three years. You know, the first thing they do, they get he got a job. What's the first thing they did? Go all inclusive place in Mexico. Because they, because yeah, I, I, I you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, what? how stressful would it be to be unemployed for three years or whatever it was, right? Like, like the stress, the the financial stresses, but awful. How about just hunker down? Yeah, and and save like whatever. Save that seems save, crazy to me. Yeah. So when you talk about like saving, right? There's no magic pill. There's no there's no formula for that. Yeah. But if you can get a little bit of money put squirreled away, the choices that flexibility gives you, if you do have to you know. You do,
1: also, you do. and I got to say this as a side now, not to interrupt you, but there are other things like when I couldn't afford to take my kids to Disneyland, all my everyone around me took their kids to Disneyland and this and that and I couldn't afford those things. I would take my kids to the park every weekend. We'd have fun and the Final things that I could. And I feel like those are their best when we went fishing, when we'd go camping in the old school tents, like those are their best memories that they, they don't remember when I took them to Disneyland and I had to take out a loan to take them to Disneyland by where I used to work, by the way. She made me she took it out of my check. Ugh. Every every week because oh, so your I, boss loaned it to you. Yeah, my bo- my boss because I wanted to take my yeah. kids to Disneyland. I had gone through a divorce. They were sad. By the way, they never bring up that trip. I I was gonna say you've justified you that's a perfect example of justifying
0: why you have to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to Disneyland. I took my kids probably three or four years ago and they were Early teens, whatever, it, it was the worst experience ever, right? I'm like, this is like, why would, why does people spend ten thousand? First of all, it?
2: I can't imagine you at Disneyland. I know, God, <laughs> all those people That's touching cool. me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in the corner, sucking my belt, drinking a vodka. And I, I'm drinking. So. <laughs> okay, I want to end it on this. So one last question, because I am at an age where I'm not ready to invest money into homes or real estate, but right now I'm focused on paying off debt. Good so for you. credit card debt, bills that have been sent to collections, whatever. What is the first step to saying, OK, I'm going to handle this debt and here's how I'm going to do it. What should be the game plan going in?
0: So I, I look at what kind of debt you have and it sounds like you've got a bunch of shitty debt. Um,
2: stuff, that's, <laughs> stuff that's hard, stuff that's I, I, hard to this get. This isn't me. I'm just yeah. giving an example. Yeah. Uh, asking lol. for a friend. Uh, asking <laughs> for <laughs> a friend. For a friend. <laughs> but it's, there's, there's that kind of debt, and a lot of us are in it.
0: I, I'm not passing judgment. But a lot of, it's, it's really hard debt to ever get out from under. So I would tell you this. Is there a way we can find other debt that makes more sense, right? Can we borrow? If we have a home, can we go get a line of credit or refinance? And, and and make it a more manageable debt. Doesn't mean you're gonna not be focused on paying it back, but we can get it to a three percent interest rate instead of a twelve or a fourteen percent. So it's just looking at that kind of debt. Is there something can we consolidate it? You know, I'm not a, I'm not one for walking away, but can we negotiate? I mean, if you owe, I, I tell you, especially like on medical bills if you owe some of those things, if you just call and
1: say, you know what,
2: uh, I'll 600 days. Yes, yes. That is a really yes. good tip, everyone. So sorry.
1: Say yeah. it. I interrupted you. No, if no. You call the, if you call the office and you have medical debt mm-hmm. and you ask them, you know, say it's 1800 and you say I have 500 right now. Can I just pay it off mm-hmm. and settle? They will take it. They will take yep. it. So They'll I'll tell anything. you that, you know, this was back in
0: 2014 or 15, but I did, I was, I did a, an interview with the New York Times and I was on the, top cover top damn of the, uh, that sounds very sexy was it wasn't top I of the know, cover I, need this. I had just settled a big tax debt for a, a high profile guy here in denver and I, lord knows how they found out about it because i i, I didn't say it's confidential right I, I don't talk about my clients money and stuff but he was a high profile guy i had settled a huge huge to a bunch of old taxes but i did this top of a top of the fold in the business section on a sunday right and it's just it's just my favorite. it's my favorite because it had my a, a picture of me at my desk and i have my diva sign and my,
2: my f-bomb this, yeah, my f-bomb sign. I I, oh yeah and i have an
0: f-bomb uh, like all my all my i had all my swag and i had my bar <laughs> i have a barbie wrapped around a bottle of champagne i had all my like I oh, got we need coolest. to see this off oh i, I got, know but it, the the point of the article was it was all about settling tax debts right and 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 how you do that And there's a process and there's very few of us that do it it's a long process but a lot of people either taxes are hard it, if you don't file you get behind it it, it becomes overwhelming cuz now you're like 3 years okay I'm 4 years four, fuck I haven't filed in 5 years right mm-hmm. um it just snowballs on you mm-hmm. uh, you're in it, it it ruins marriages it ruin, you don't get married you get divorced it, it's awful i've i've helped a lot of people out um it's a longer process but you got to take care of that you cannot you can't run from that shit that that will mm-hmm. catch you um that but there are ways to settle just like the IRS they're, they're just like medical there are ways to settle. there's settled, there's ways to settle these things, and it's on your it's based on your ability to pay today. It's not based on what you owe. Mm-hmm. You can owe you can owe a hundred thousand dollars in taxes, but if all you can afford to pay is thirteen thousand today, I'll get that settled for you for thirteen thousand, and then you have to be good for five years, or they take it back. Okay. But, uh, um, but that's I, there's a lot of people, and especially in this gig economy, because and I, and I won't take too much more time. But when you have multiple jobs, right? So when you have a job where you're making thirty thousand a year, payroll systems. When you fill out that little W-4 form, when he says I'm single, two or whatever you claim, payroll systems calculate. Okay, she's making thirty thousand. We're going to withhold X amount of taxes, which should kind of get her covered for the year. When you make multiple jobs, right? When you have multiple gig jobs, and you might make twelve thousand here and seventeen thousand here and fourteen thousand, those independent payroll systems think, oh, she's making seventeen thousand a year. She's not going to owe any tax because she's going to be in a zero bracket. So what happens for a lot of you know, people? A lot of people, even adults, I mean, not adults, but older people who have wives and stuff that have like $30,000 jobs. When you put all that together, right? You're not making 17, you're making 45,000 a year and you've had no taxes withheld. And so you owe $7,000 in tax because you, yeah. And that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and so again, that comes to that having an extra couple hundred dollars taken out, knowing that's going to happen to you. But, but payroll withholding systems are computers. They're imperfect. Um, but that's why they changed the W-4 form, which you guys wouldn't know about. But they changed how you fill that out when you get a new job, trying to help some of that. Because even somebody, like I said, that someone like there might be a spouse that makes $200,000 and one that makes thirty thousand, and that one that makes thirty thousand doesn't. You put it on top of the two hundred, they're in a twenty-five percent bracket, not a ten percent bracket. Mm-hmm. So now, now they owe seven thousand, and people mm-hmm. just aren't good at those big chunks of money. So I, that's a real problem. A real, real big problem, I think, for people that have multiple and a lot of us have multiple jobs. People so are driving Ubers at night. Hiring.
2: Right. If you have multiple jobs to avoid. Yeah. Or just be savvy. Or do you think it's hard, right? right? How, how would you know? How would you know, right? You, get to the you end don't year, know. You don't. don't know. You don't
0: know. All of a sudden you owe. You got it, but that snowballs on you, right? You owe 2000 mm-hmm. this year and then 3000 next year. And you're living in your mind, you're living hand to mouth because you're going to Starbucks every morning. And so, uh, are you pointing at me? So, <laughs> <laughs> but you're not living hand to, a lot of us, you got to pay your taxes first, right? Yeah. And you're not living hand to mouth. You're living hand to mouth because you're spending everything. And so, if you sat down and wrote down what you really needed to spend, you might have an extra couple hundred bucks to put. Yeah. And
1: do your homework when you're searching for um, someone to help you with that because I actually had a tax guy before I met Sarah. And she took a one look at my papers. This was a long time ago. I vaguely remember it, but she was like, "He, you, he, he doesn't know what he's doing." He's. Well, I remember. And I, I thought he knew what he was doing. I was paying him, and you know, I, I had no idea. So how did I know what what I was doing wrong? I didn't even know I was behind on taxes. And so I think it's important to also do your research. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, I'll never forget. She goes, <sighs> "I already have a lot of clients, and I help a lot." Of wealthier people than you. I so. did not say that. I did not say that. Oh, she said it that way at all. I might have said redneck. I might have said I don't take rednecks. I don't. She's like, I guess I'll help you. God sent you know. you to me, and I oh, God, I can't me. sleep tonight knowing <laughs> you don't knowing you fuck you know in the whole world. You know, I have. I, I, I have a lot of rich. Cl- I, I, whatever. I. She I I has a lot, of, lot of, and she's not taking any more clients. So stay out of my oh, yeah, hands. hands. We're gonna get some dough. <laughs> okay, I'm know. sure. I I'm have
0: stingy. With her, I don't, t- I don't, t- I don't have a practice anymore. I mean, I still do a couple hundred people that I have done for years, but I don't take on. But I do have
1: has a couple great, hundred. which is Lizzie's husband. Oh, yeah, oh, who I moved refer- to work for me. Yes, yes and me. I actually referred uh, our good friend to to him, and he's helping her out. So, anyway, I guess we're always like it's one of it, it, you got to just
0: if you can get the question answered. The thing is, is that what I have found over the years is that people get themselves in these situations, and there's very really people that are disciplined enough to change. Yeah, and so. They just go right back to it. So, um, and it—I it, just don't have the patience for that anymore. That's why the IRS, if you settle a tax debt, you have to be good for five years. In other words, you can't get behind for five. You can't years. fuck up. Yeah. So if you—if I've settled for thirteen thousand, and then you, next year you file your return, you owe two grand. They'll say, "Sorry, you owe us hundred grand again."
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I just thought of? That would be so good if men fucked up and were like, you have to be good for five years. <laughs> La- and a five-year <laughs> oh, relationship. Oh my god! And if you fuck up in those five years, like I get, what like, do they owe you? Like, like literally, like half the mortgage, or so, I don't know, half the mortgage, I'm onto something. <laughs> Let me think
2: yeah. about this. <laughs> no, I like <laughs> it. They, they wouldn't even make it five days. Like, look, you, these men. You got so, caught... No spandex, no stretchy jeans. <laughs> no. <Yeah. stuff>. This is <laughs> what we learned, <laughs> bitches. Put on some regular pants. Tell Wait, me. oh my god! This was actually it happened on that episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Or something like that, but they literally went to therapy. The therapist was like, "You guys are fucking up so much." The woman was that they had to pick a punishment. If she did it again before their next session, she has to do X, Y, Z for him. Oh, so okay. if she was like on her best fucking behavior. He's like, "I want works. a blowjob for every for, 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 for a <laughs> whole week. I want a blowjob." <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why we get along. <laughs> it's so I so told. Work,
0: I work the word. Uh, I think you could ask. Probably, I, I've I've had a lot of people work for me over the years. I used to have a big firm. Um, I, I think you could ask the the ten or twelve people that are still very close to me if I use the word blow job in the interview, and they would tell you yes.
1: <laughs> I right
0: know in an interview. It was it, it was always like for me. It was like if you could hang it was like disarming the word blow job. Right. It was. I was always like, you gotta take one for the team. You know what that means, right? You yeah.
2: know, so. yeah. okay. no, I don't. <laughs> That's hilarious. i That's gonna be like, okay, well, who? I'm like, where? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I know. I know. When's my raise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I think
0: uh, just to just to wrap this up, the I mean, Angel's a perfect example of someone that, and I think too, when you're self-employed, you can't do it right. You can't do it right. Every, it's so fucking hard. There's sales tax and income tax and payroll tax and use Product tax. tax. And it, it Bend you over tax. No blowjob. <laughs> no no blowjob tax. Um, you can't do it right. And so you don't even know you're fucking up until you get a sales tax on it. Whatever. You just can't do it right. Right. So I always say, let's just do our best. And we're going to get caught. We don't need to spend seven hours a month doing use tax returns, but let's spend 12 minutes. See if we let's just file the return, right? So it does take. You know, Angel wasn't a bad place, um, a great place business wise, growing a great business, um, but very little cash flow because all of her cash flow was going, you know, t- making ends meet and stuff. But grow a growing business, um, and, and just not doing all the administrative things right, which is what'll kill you, right? Like not paying your taxes and it just mm-hmm. it snowballs, and all of a sudden you, you owe, and you did owe a lot you
1: hey, we don't need to tell them all right let's wrap it up here all right <laughs> we're we're yeah. kicking her out <laughs> yeah shut <she's> out <laughs> shut it enough. all right thank you so much i I already know we're gonna have her back for more <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but thank you so much she, we had about seven rolls, but they're like 14 so write it down <laughs> Re- send this to your boyfriend because he's gonna need it too make, make sure you're on his life insurance so <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys have a good one be pretty pretty